Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound as episode 355 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I, of course, am Brian Breaker and being joined as always by Big underscore Bane. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? You know, not a whole lot. Uh, well, we got uh, Jack Gamble on the episode today. Yes. But not only that, we have his wife, Casey, joining us. Okay. Which, the, the the boss lady. Basically. Yeah. She's the one that, you know, Jack Gamble wears the pants, but she picks them out for him and tells him which pair to wear. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, hey. That's right. Hey, you, you do what I say, pal. He wears the pants, but she zips him up. Good Lord, man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would have worked. It didn't. It didn't. Yeah, it sometimes, did sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, it did not work. But I think this will be fun. A married couple with one of them being a wrestler on the show. So that'll be, yeah, that'll, that'll be, be that'll be different for everybody. Yeah. So I think everyone will enjoy that. And of course, Jack Gamble is no stranger to this show. Been on many, many of times. That's why we call him the Booty Call. That's right. That's right. Um, I think he was on episode two. Remember that back in the day? Yeah, dude. That's he was in person. He was. I don't even think you had met him yet. Had had you? not. That was my. Uh, that was the first time I met him. Yeah. It was also the first time we ever cracked a monster. Yes. Which is wild. To yeah. Think, you know, but yeah, we also, uh, so we got some wrestling talk this week. We got some, we got quite a bit of movie talk, a little bit of toy talk. It's going to be a fun episode, man. Hell yeah. Um, it is, uh, it is Thanksgiving time. Yeah, well, it's coming up to be Thanksgiving time. We're getting there. Well, yeah. It'll be, it'll be this coming Thursday. This coming Thursday. So yeah. Oof. Happy Thanksgiving to all y'all. <laughs> so this means a couple of things. One. It's about time to bust out the old Christmas movies. Yes. And two, about to eat some damn good food. Yeah. Nice, nice big old plate of that pecan pie. Mm-mm-mm. I don't do the pecan pie, my friend. How not? How do you not? Because pumpkin pie is too good. No, it's not. How dare, how dare you? Here's my question. Will you eat pumpkin pie every other month of the year? No. I would if I could. No, that, but you can't. <laughs> Damn it. You know what you can do? You can eat pecan pie all year round. So what makes it special about Thanksgiving? I don't know. <laughs> I, I eat it all year round, but it's just plentiful at Thanksgiving. It is. That is definitely. I get pecan pie for my birthday. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Freaking weirdo. Uh, any other favorite Thanksgiving foods? Uh, 
You know, I'm I'm really just a, a ham and mashed potatoes guy. I don't even like turkey that not much. Not a turkey guy? Not a huge turkey guy. If turkey's it's, not cooked the right way, it's kind of dry. It's every turkey I've ever had in my entire life has been dry AF. Yeah. And uh, not only that, it makes you sleepy. Ham. Yes, it does. Ham is nice, juicy. Oh, so good. Usually got a little bit of pineapple flavor to it. Love that. Um, and then, you know, just... Give, give me a big old plate full of ham and just shove it in my mouth and I'm good. And then, <laughs> and then I, I'm, I'm I'm a huge fan of the. Um, it's funny because there's there's a difference. I'm a huge fan of dressing, but I'm also a huge fan of stuffing. Yeah, yeah. I you like know? both of them. I, I I mean the dressing's really good, but stuffing, man. Sometimes, especially there's this uh, kind that we make in our family. That's like a. Um, it's a apple pecan apple walnut. Dress or stuffing. Oh, nice. Oh my god, dude. Shut your face. It's got sausage in it. Oh, nice. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh, that sounds amazing. It is incredible. But uh lots of good foods. My mom makes us broccoli, cheese, and rice casserole. Oh yeah. Oh, that's so, yeah, that's good stuff. So she's gotten to where you know, I have a pretty good sized family for sure, Thanksgiving. Sure. And uh she's made two two big platters. Yeah. And guess how much she comes home with? None. None, usually. Yeah. yeah. You know, here's here's another one that I feel like gets looked over because it's not really a food. It's more like an appetizer. An that, appetizer. An appetizer. And that is... You're Stanley Hudson yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, that is deviled eggs. Yeah, so those are interesting. I love those. I used to hate eggs. those as a kid, oh but I God. like them a lot now. I am addicted to those. Every now and then I make those at home. My sister, for like a little appetizer, she she makes is a, a cheese ball. Oh yeah, that's good too. Yeah, and so it's like it's like cream cheese and stuff, and like it's always covered in pepper. Mm-hmm. And like I, we'll be honest, I thought she bought them, but I found out she was making them. I'm like, oh, interesting. And so like she's got a little dish for all the crackers and a little cheese ball. Yeah, like a little like almost like spatula looking thing. It's small though, and I'm like, damn, those are good. I mean, now you could sit there and eat, you know. 50 crackers if you're not careful because it's it's delicious and it's always smart and i always applaud the the women and i guess sometimes men depending on what what family you are i mean but i always applaud the people who like will bring those snacks that you can dine on before the food comes right like because you don't think about it but damn that's important yeah well it's important because usually when it's time for thanksgiving the food's not ready right so you're always over there just chit-chatting with people you don't even like and you know it's it's like hey it's good to see you see you in a year you suck yeah and that's that's generally like thanksgiving we all all have one thanksgiving is generally for me the worst holiday yeah you know it's it's like what's the point we're just eating it's it's like you ever had to do the whole like go around the room so what you're thankful for oh that's the worst oh yeah i'm I'm thankful in about three hours i can leave right (laughs) (laughs) thankful for my bed which i really wish i could nap in right now yes yeah Yeah, it's uh it's an interesting time but you know the food is always good yeah to me i I, another favorite of mine for thanksgiving is um you know because my family does thanksgiving around lunch usually yeah it's but it's called dinner but it's at lunch it's usually noon yeah. yeah and uh to me, one of the best things about Thanksgiving is uh, the dinner leftovers. Yes. You can get to heat up some turkey, heat up some, some dinner rolls, stuffing, all that. Oh, man. Now, I will make make me a, a big old turkey sandwich out of out of that leftover turkey. Oh, yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, that's I do like the leftovers for sure. Yeah, it's always it's always good times. Absolutely. Well, big underscore band, we got quite a bit of wrestling talk we got to dive into. So what do, what do you say we, do? we dive into it if I can figure out how to talk? <laughs> nice stroke breaker. <laughs> 
Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them, buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out Stone Cold. Well, Big Underscore Bam, we've got a lot of news coming up here on, on the wrestling front. Uh, first of all, this is kind of fun news. Matt Seidel has officially signed with All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. Pretty cool. I'm, I'm glad to see him get some uh, some primetime spotlight again. You know. Yes. Uh, he's always been a favorite. I mean, he, I feel like it's been a while since he's been on TV as like Evan Bourne and stuff. I know he's had runs in Ring of Honor and New Japan and stuff, but yeah, glad he's with AEW. I feel like he fits well there. He does. I remember, um, was it a couple of years ago when they did that Cruiserweight Classic? He was in there, or maybe it wasn't the Cruiserweight Classic. I don't think he was in that. Was he? He appeared, I thought, one time in NXT. He may have, but um, I can, it might not have been the Cruiserweight Classic. But I was like, oh, that's cool. But like, that was Alex Shelley. I think you're thinking of. He teamed with Kushida. I thought, of, well, no, I, I remember him, but I could have sworn Evan Bourne showed up. He may have. I don't maybe remember. he didn't, but maybe I dreamt that. That's a weird dream to have. <laughs> it is a but, weird dream um, to have. But and he may have. I don't. I haven't been watching NXT as closely lately. Well, to be fair, I haven't either. But um, uh, but anyway, he definitely fits in AEW to to drive that point home. Yeah, I think it'll definitely be cool. Um, some interesting bad news for WWE here lately. Um, live events they have officially announced are dead. No more live events. No more house shows? No more house shows. Bull butter. That's wild, is it not? Those are better than the TV shows. But it's, I think, do you think, a lot of people say, oh, WWE's losing all this money. Well, you think about it, a live event, because you got to pay all the people to go, you got to rent the building, mm-hmm. spend money to make money, but all that money that they are not spending now. Oh, yeah. They might actually be saving money in the long run, and that may have been the decision behind this. Yeah, I can see that. Um, man, that cuts out a lot of the fun. It does. For the fans. I, I, I feel like it really takes away the whole can't wait till WWE comes to my town right. aspect. Um, and tickets were usually cheaper. And sure. It was like the time to go see wrestling. Right. And you know, the guys are going to be a lot more willing to have fun. Right. You know, and that, that part sucks. Yeah. But definitely an interesting thing. So, of course. That could come back in a year. Yeah, I mean, I'm we sure it's know. just a COVID thing right now. Yeah, so, but I guess it came when they eventually decided to let go people that were in charge of making live events happen, okay. which those people had to be nervous anyway. Oh yeah, because I mean that's your whole job, and now it's like, yeah, stop doing that, right? You know, so, but again, they could hire those people back. Yep. Uh, Zelina Vega made some news. She was released from the WWE, and uh, the exact reason I was told, at least from online, was that she basically did not do what they told her to do, which was cease her uh, um, social media activity like Twitch and things of that nature. And uh, she also started an OnlyFans. She had an OnlyFans, yes. Which, easy, Eric Barker. Calm, calm down, big Chuck. Calm down. <laughs> what? No nudies. Yeah. A lot of... I've I checked. <laughs> I've, I've heard a lot of people use the OnlyFans as kind of like a Patreon it's it's yes. similar. I mean, it yeah, just... you don't have to get naked. I mean, it's it's okay to, <laughs> but you don't have to get naked on OnlyFans. I do. Yeah, Eric but... Barker, you can just start typing backspace, backspace, backspace. Right. There yeah. you go. <laughs> but uh, she was let go because of that, I guess, because she just wouldn't stop doing that. And I guess there's like some some clauses like with Twitch and stuff where you have to use your your your. Real, I don't know the specifics. But she was using a different name. Right, and so, yeah. so that may have been okay, but I guess it was the OnlyFans thing. They were like, well, nope, you're done. 
and that they they've said that her release had a lot to do with trying to make a, uh, a statement to the locker room letting her go like oh this can happen if you don't cease what we're telling you to cease yeah but that's not gonna work release xavier woods if you're gonna make a statement well of course that was a lower tier performance. that's what i'm saying like that's yeah. not making a statement that's cutting off some fat yeah if you want to make a statement you release xavier woods right but they're not going to do that exactly right you know it's it's it only matters to the lower end people well i mean i saw like the new days and like that gears of war game like your dlc and that may have been a deal with wwe and that may be their own their only thing like xavier woods he does like up up down down but that's with wwe yeah i don't uh, know he produces that with them it wasn't at first though was it it? wasn't at first but i think they they bought into it yeah because they're releasing merchandise and as actually as newest elite has the the belt yes which is really cool yeah by the way um so that may be that aspect of her just going behind their back and being like i'm gonna do whatever i want and yeah they're like "Eh, no you're not yeah so wild stuff though man yeah i imagine alistair's probably on his way out could be, you know. Um, I guess he put in a rele- uh, a request to go back to NXT, which was denied. I don't blame him. I mean, he was treated right in NXT. You know, I mean, he's a guy. It's like the second he debuted, I'm like, this guy's money. Yeah, and it has not been that way. He was he was made out to be the biggest badass ever NXT has seen, and then uh, jumped to the main roster and kind of just became a weird fuck. You know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, without sugarcoating it. No, you're right, though. And that's the thing. It's like, imagine if The Undertaker was booked this way early on. Right. You know, it's just like... We wouldn't have 30 years. No, we wouldn't. Yeah. It's it's super weird. And I mean, Taker went through his his time of working like the, you know, the characters and stuff. But even Alistair, like, he hasn't really done that. No. He hasn't really done anything. So, I don't know. It's kind of it's interesting to see what will happen there. Uh, I also, I, I mentioned last week, I subscribed to Impact Plus because mm-hmm. they had a month free trial and I subscribed to watch the NWA TNA pay-per-views, yeah. which a few people were like, oh, that's really cool. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun that they're on there and kind of re-experiencing those and stuff. Well, then I realized Impact Plus has a exclusive show every month and they just started back in October with Victory Road, which I remember that being one of their pay-per-views from way back in the day, oh, yeah. which that kind of was like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. And then in uh, November, they did Turning Point, and okay. then December is going to be Final Resolution, which those are all like old-school pay-per-view names. And so I started watching uh, Victory Road, and I realized, like, oh, there's, they're doing this monthly yeah. with pay-per-views. Like, so they still have Bound for Glory. Mm-hmm. I think Slammiversary is still a pay-per-view. They have one called Hard to Kill in December or January that's still a pay-per-view. So I'm like, well, that's kind of a cool reason to keep Impact Plus – you get yeah. that one monthly exclusive event. Yeah. Why can't AEW do this? Because I feel like that would be huge for them to do a streaming service in that regard. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've always, I mean, we've always talked about that since that's since AEW has been a thing. Like, get a streaming service. Yeah. Uh, and I think the I think the monthly shows are such a smart idea. And they have that one match, Blood and Guts, or whatever that they ended up canceling because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the War Games match. Like, turn that into an event. Sure, you that know? could be the first one. Right. I mean, so, I mean, there's no reason for them not to, other than the fact that I guess they just don't see any need for it right now. But, I mean... Because Impact's still doing TV. I'll be honest. Like, I still haven't finished watching Full Gear. Yeah. You know, because every time I go to Bleacher Report to, to watch it, it makes me start all over again. Yeah. So it's like, I don't have time to sit here and watch the whole thing, but at the same time, I don't want to have to scroll through right. the entire show. To, to find where I'm at. So like it's, I haven't even finished watching it. So if AEW ever did a streaming service, that would make things 
so much easier. And Impact Plus is a part of Fight TV, which mm-hmm. makes it super easy to navigate, yeah. I, I think. So my personal opinion, this is a cool idea. Yeah. And it's enough to make you realize, oh, the streaming service has a lot to offer. You know, like with WWE Network, they're doing all this exclusive stuff and pay-per-views and this and that. But, you know, with, with these smaller ones, like they could have Dynamite, Dark, all yep. the previous pay-per-views, plus new pay-per-views, maybe at a discount, which yep. I think would be great. And the exclusive events, yep. which are not pay-per-views, but they're essentially that's kind of how they're how they're how they're viewed. I don't know. I think it's a good idea. Well, that and all the being the elites, and, sure, and, and, and plus new stuff, right? I mean, they, all the all that stuff. I mean, they have plenty of content that they could add to a subscription service. So for them not to have one is just kind of weird. Yeah, it really is. So hopefully that'll that'll happen down the road. Big underscore band. We got a lot of movie talk here. Why do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. This is Breakin' Beta at the movies. 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 All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? Well, I tell you what we got now. How about... Good Lord, man. Easy. Easy, fella. How about the official release date of WandaVision? Will be uh, January the 15th, 2021, man. Okay. Coming up on Disney+. Plus. I'm digging it. That'd be time for me to sign up for Disney+. Plus again. Yeah. Um, I've been waiting for these Disney+, Plus exclusive series for a long time. I'm glad they're finally happening. I know a lot of it was... They probably could have aired these, but... They have to coincide with the movie releases and them not wanting to release Black Widow on streaming. They want to go to the theatrical release, which I understand, but makes it difficult when none of the movie theaters are open. Or yeah. Right now, they're open, but they're not even showing new movies, really. So Right. Yeah, I, I saw a Cinemarket, you know, the big one that we have in town. It's like showing Elf right now because mm-hmm. Christmas. But Sure. I'm sure yeah. Home Alone and yeah. Christmas Vacation and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, another reason to sign up for Disney Plus, man, is, is Mandalorian. I, it's I back just, up. Yeah, I just watched the episode with uh, Sasha Banks in it, and you know she did okay. It was a good show, though. <laughs> <laughs> that glowing review from Big Underscore Bane. It was okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean she did okay. I mean, like better than I thought she was going to. They didn't sure. give they didn't give her many lines, you know. Right. But uh, I I really dig that show, man. If you haven't watched that show, it's See, I haven't watched that show, but a lot of it is good. is because I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. Yeah. And I feel like I need to watch all the Star Wars stuff to watch it, which I've heard that's not the case. No, it's not. Not so, at all. So I may have to may have to dive into that one once yeah. I get Disney Plus back. Good, good stuff. You'll like this news: Space Force officially renewed for a second season. Oh hell yeah! I, I still just cannot get into that show. I dug it. I just it wasn't that funny to me. I really dug it. I thought I thought um, more than just being funny though. It was a good show. It was just a good show. Like, it was well done, I thought. What do you remember from that show? I remember him dancing. I remember his little arguments with his daughter because it was difficult for her to be on the base. And, uh, the, um, so I remember nothing of it. Yeah. The, um, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to remember last week's Breakfast Breaker. I, I, mean, I hear you. you I know, hear you. But, I mean, there, there, were some, there were some good nuggets in there, like uh, his relationship with John Malkovich I always thought was funny. And then there was one line in there that, because um, it's the – the people that went to the to the moon were like it was like this black girl was leading it and she's like I got a good line I'm gonna say right as soon as, she, as soon as I get off and it's gonna be it's good to be back on the moon well she got off the got off the spaceship she's like it's good to be black on the moon <laughs> <And there's, laughs> she's like 
Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe I need to try it again. I just, I didn't, I, I watched like three episodes. I'm like, I'm not even laughing. Like, why am I watching this? Yeah, you know, it's, so. well, and for me, like, there were, weren't that many times where I was LOLing. But, I mean, I just, I thought it was just a good show. Yeah. I think maybe I had high expectations to like, go oh, Greg Daniels and Steve Carell are teaming up again. This will be the greatest show ever. A lot of people thought The Office. Yeah, and know? it was not that. No. Uh, Darkwing Duck is officially making a comeback for Disney+. Plus. Like new episodes? A reboot, yeah. I'll, I'll be damned. Slap me silly and call me GBM. I'm not going to do that, but... <laughs> Uh, you're a Darkwing Duck guy, right? Absolutely, I mean, I mean, you're I not am. you're not the Darkwing Duck guy. No, you know as we know, but uh, but you're a Darkwing Duck guy. I you know I think this is great. Bring like they they have all the old episodes on there, right? So let's yeah, bring back new ones. That's Hell great. Yeah. I'm all about it. I think that's something they should do with Duck. I know they rebooted Ducktales. Chippendale, Chippendale Rescue Rangers would be great. Tailspin, yeah, all that stuff. Also, we saw the trailer uh, this week for Batman: Soul of the Dragon. Yeah. Comes out first of the year from uh, the DC animated original universe. Kind of a 70s take. Looks fun though. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I, thought, it. I thought it looked like, well, it might be kind of fun. Yeah. I'm all about it. And these are these are movies sometimes like the uh, the animated films like Soul of the Dragon. I thought this was going to be like straight up in him in China and everything else. Right. Not that at all. Nope. It was straight up like a 70s movie. It's looking like, like it's going to be campy. Yeah. And, and that's fun. It is fun. You know, I know sometimes they do venture off, like when they did that Gotham by Gaslight, or it was like Jack the Ripper. So it's like they did some, yeah. they've done some interesting things, which I think that's one thing, too, that DC, like, as much as I dog you for liking them better than Marvel, their animated films are second to none. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, they can't do nothing on the Marvel side. No, definitely not. So lots of lots of cool stuff happening in the TV world, which I think is great, man. Yeah, for sure. Also, I didn't make a note of this, but uh, Christmas Chronicles two debuts November twenty fifth. Yes, that is like coming up next week, six days from the day we record this. Right. So I think it's the is it the day after Thanksgiving or the day before? I don't know. Maybe don't, the maybe the day. I don't remember. I don't for know sure. there, Breaker. I don't know. But. Uh, Dude, I love the Christmas Chronicles. That's become a Christmas yeah. movie tradition for me. Yeah, and I'm trying. I'm trying to not hold up high expectations sure. because the sequel's never as good as the first. Kind of like remember the Santa Claus two, right? I don't yeah. even know if I could watch Santa Claus three. I was just you know, I, I've watched it, and it's it's not that it's terrible. But the first one's just good. The first one was just really good. The second one was like, yeah, it's okay. Third one's just. I think it's because they add in that Jack Frost element, and it's right. like, what is it, Martin? Martin Short. Martin Short, and it's like... Oh. And he wasn't horrible. It was just... You know. No, but he kind of gets on my nerves anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely get that. Definitely get that. Well, Big Underscore Bane, we got some toy talk we got to dive into. This is going to be a fun one, I think. So uh, why don't you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show where Breaker Bane do a bit of toy talk. Here we go, open the box, it's the part of the show where Breaker Remain do a bit of toy talk. Alright, so Toy Talk this week, we got a Scorbane, they revealed on Ringside Collectibles there is a new two-pack um, that is coming out. Actually, I think it's uh, shipping now, as a matter of fact. It's a, an exclusive two-pack of Cody and Dustin from their Double or Nothing match. Uh, it's a bloody variant two-pack. So this is kind of an interesting thing. I, I dig the idea of this set. Yeah. Because that's like, oh, a bloody variant. Couldn't sell those in stores, ringside collectibles. That makes sense. I'm all about it. Sure. Then I saw the pictures of the figures, and Dustin is 
considerably taller than Cody. Yeah. Um, I remember Aaron Anders sent that to me, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, dude, Dustin's way too tall. Yeah. And he goes, oh, but he's taller in real life. And then he went and looked back, and he goes, wow. Actually, after I looked at it again, it's a little offsetting how much taller the figure is. Yeah. I just showed you. What do you think? It, it, I, I'm not sure if it's Dustin's too tall or Cody's too short. Yeah. It's like really hard for me to figure that out because Cody, it almost makes it look like Cody's figure is like in the He-Man scale. <laughs> yeah. Like it's weird looking. It's way too short. Um, but so I maybe he should have been a little bit taller, but then again, maybe it should have been Dustin who should have been a little bit shorter. But I, I don't know. Something's definitely off there. Someone has told me that I guess Series 3 and moving forward, they're going to have a different factory making these. Okay. Which might help like with the skin tones and... Because I guess the John Moxley figure is quite a bit taller than Cody as well. Ah. So maybe that's more the scale they want, and they're going to start bringing them up a little taller. And you know they're going to make another Cody down the road. Oh, yeah. So not a huge deal. But I, I don't know. I, I feel like that kind of would mess with me to get this pack. Like I Again, I get Dustin's taller, but he looks like it's like it would be like if The Undertaker was next to Rey Mysterio to me. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's something about it is just a little offsetting. Yeah, it's definitely a little weird. Uh, AEW Series 2 has yet to hit shelves. Um, I don't know, man. Like, you can't find those anywhere now, Series 1. So nope. I'm curious how Series 2 does as far as, um, you know, as, as far as the the figure availability and stuff. Yeah. I, I thought, now don't quote me because, you know, I'm always wrong, but I thought I remember hearing something that they were going to kind of, like, double their shipment, like, as far as, like, moving forward. That there were going to be more figures sent out. I had heard that. I, I did hear something that Jeremy had said that, you know, initially it's, we're going to put out X amount to see how these do. Right. And then move forward from there. Which makes sense. I mean, because you want to, you would rather sell out than not, you know, have way too many. I do know this. I, uh, you know, I, I like the He-Man Masters of the Universe figures. And I remember like when the regular series one like he-man skeletor and all those hit they hit walmart and there was quite a few then they all kind of disappeared yeah then walmart got a huge shipment again mm -hmm. and they're all just sitting there yeah now granted i know for christmas time that's good sure but that does that eliminate the fact that oh, we may not see series two now i don't know who knows because i still have yet to see masters of the wwe universe series four yeah and i want to see those i still haven't seen those i don't know it's a weird it's a weird thing because you never know What's going to hit and why and how and the toy the toy world is very interesting. Yeah, it's a little bizarre. I know that. And I know like sometimes a lot of the guys in the figure community know this. Like you'll look for something, can't find it, can't find it. So someone's like, "Well, I, I have it in my store. I'll ship it to you." Perfect. Then it turns up in your store. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is which sucks. Yeah. And and what's funny now is like obviously you made that bet with the chase figures, and people are starting to find those here yeah. and there now. Yeah. So. You know, a little too little too late, obviously, but... Yeah, but I mean, it's still, it's nobody that we know. That's true. That's found them. That's true. You plan to make that bet for a wave, too? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll make that bet if everybody agrees to paying me $50 if they don't find it. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that'll happen either. Because, like, what? Like, <laughs> GBM, about, like, I'm not doing that. Right, yeah. I'm not paying Bane 50 bucks <laughs> right. to do nothing. <laughs> But uh, I know in Wave 2 they have a MJF chase and then a John Moxley chase, so we'll see. I mean, yeah. who knows? They might be a little bit more prevalent. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Toy World's definitely interesting, though. Yeah, it definitely is. 
All right, well, let's take a break. Let's get Jack and Casey Gamble on for part one, and we'll be back to close it up. Boom. It's time for the interview segment on Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. And I always say that, but the show never really stops. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the best way to transition that and haven't figured it out yet. But I am uh, podcasting on location. Episodes. What's that now? I said maybe after another 500 episodes you'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm only, I'm only, I'm approaching 400, so yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm here in Eldon, Missouri. I'm here with Jack and Casey Gamble. What is going on, guys? Oh, not a lot. Just, not just hanging much. out. So this is Gamble Lights. I have a couple of Gamble right. Lights. Um, Gamble, have you ever been on the podcast before? Uh, I think uh, there was <laughs> eight, nine times, Maybe probably. Once. No. Oh yeah, interview wise, probably about nine. And uh, fuck you, Aaron Anders. I've been on every episode <laughs> besides the very first one. So take that. Take that. Dude, it's so weird to think that you were on episode two and how long ago that was. I know we were talking so about that earlier ago. today. And it was like, what was it, 2014? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh good. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, because Riley was a year old yeah. when we went down there. Yeah. And now you have two kids. She's seven. Yeah. Tristan's what? He's almost four? Probably four in January, yep. Which is crazy. Um that is. But Gamble, you're not really the featured guest today, man. No, I'm you're just kind of here. Yeah, so you're suck it. <laughs> you're taking a step back. I'm, I'm yes, talking sir. to your wife, Casey, here. And so here is a fun fact. You are the second female, actually the third. Riley was the second. <laughs> second female to ever be on the show besides Lucy Mendez. Nice. And it's probably because I feel like I would be, it's very awkward for me to interview a woman. I don't know why. It just, it feels not a little. not that bad. I know. <laughs> it just, it just feels a little bit different. But you have a, such an interesting perspective because you're the wife of a pro wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. I'm crazy. <laughs> what, for you, like you guys got together very, like pretty young, mm-hmm. 18, you know, somewhere in there. You, you, he moves to Eldon. I assume it's like, hey, I want to be a pro wrestler. Let's go to Eldon. So we uh, started dating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, not that's Jack Gamble's contribution. Uh, right before I turned 17. And then um, he was going to, when he graduated that year, uh, move up to Eldon. So it was and, already a plan. Yeah. And he decided Maybe. to wait a year until I graduated because we had talked about it. We talked about going to. Uh, OVW, OVW instead. was ideal, and then it was one of those. They didn't. Like, it was just. If you were gonna make it, it was gonna be wherever, and Harley's was closer. Absolutely. Yeah. And well, uh, it's a logistical thing at this point. Yeah. yeah. Harley had a, you know, fucking Harley race. Yeah. Right. And then so yeah we uh, we decided I'd go to college at the Lake of the Ozarks and he'd go to Harley's school and so we looked for apartments and places and so we were together a little over a year. And after we tried to do the income-based apartments like everybody had for, you know, $10, $50. And classy places they uh, were. Uh, 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 and, yeah, so classy that uh, because of Darren's job, they wanted us to pay $500. We decided we'd just get out of mortgage instead. Mm-hmm. And so we bought our first house. Um, Pretty young, too. I was 18. He was just turned 19. 
and uh, we were together a little over a year, and we bought a house. Yeah. Is that nerve wracking? We're not happy about that. Just so when you, you say know. people, you mean family? I mean her family. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and well, because you were gonna, you were the original the signer, and Mom's like, "Well, is his dad gonna be the co-signer?" And we're like, "You know, I'm gonna be the co-signer." And she's like, "But what if something happens? Something happens? Maybe we'll sell the house. Who knows? Right. We'll figure it out then." Because you're not married at this point. No. So like now you're like in a we binding. We were dating for a year. And right. Now. You're in a Boom. binding contract. <laughs> that that and that's an adult you're decision. Your life for the rest. <laughs> can root, yeah, root right. the rest of it. Right. So that's super interesting. So her, your family's not excited. I mean, they got over it. But at the time, they're probably thinking like, what? They were less thrilled about us beginning to date the year before than they were I can't imagine that. <laughs> Why was your family less thrilled about us dating? Oh, you know, when we started dating, you had just gotten out of jail, right? Right, yeah. Spent a few nights there. I did just get out of jail. Yeah. So. yeah. There's that. Yeah, that was the. I think that was the biggest thing. Because, I mean, you were very polite when you came over and stuff. And, and then they found out my rap sheet. Yeah, like, yeah. Whoa, whoa, Casey's dating the bad boy. Yeah, what, <laughs> what in the heck? So at this point, like, now you're dating a bad boy. And, oh, I want to buy a house with them. Yeah, a so, year later, so, we're going to buy so a house So they're like, wait a minute. Like, they probably <laughs> just got, like, acclimated to this. <laughs> okay, well, he's not so bad, maybe. Right. You're what? You're buying a house? So, yeah. So you guys moved to Eldon. And also, too, let's throw this out there. So what are his career aspirations? He wants to be a pro wrestler? Like, that's got to come up a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. Or if, you know, if that didn't work out, he was going to maybe do karate and teach karate and have his own dojo one right. day. And he didn't have a dojo now, but he does teach karate through Parks and Rec. So he's living both dreams. You sure, know? sure. <laughs> but but it's also one of those things where, you know, as a parent or something, you hear that and you're like, Wait, oh, yeah. what? Like, that's what you're, that's what you're doing? But on a, on a positive note for this guy, my mom, um, as hesitant as she was then now she knows how hardworking you are and she said you oh. are one of the biggest have one of the biggest work ethics of anybody she knows other than like you know my dad and uh, i'm just gonna throw this out there that like they were very iffy but they were like always like weirdly supportive yeah even though they were iffy they're like if this is what you're gonna do man do it. And I'm like, oh, all right. That's all I need. <laughs> Which that's all you can ask. Because, I mean, my dad, he threw a, a phrase at me one time that really stuck on wrestling. He's like, I don't know if that'll be something you make a living out, but somebody is. There are people doing it. Mm -hmm. So it's possible. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, why not? You know? And, you know, I think we, we can always look back at our careers in wrestling and have different thoughts of like, hmm, I'm not sure. Not sh you know, if someone were to say, hey, I want to be a pro wrestler, I'd be like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, would we even be in, oh, would, we, of that. would we be talking right now if we didn't do wrestling? We would never even met. Absolutely. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, that most of our friends we would have never met. Right. But the whole pro wrestler, I did it for like, what, a month? That's yeah. right. You did. You uh -huh. did jump in there a little bit. Training. And yeah. Then I, I, I got you talked into a baby instead and. So women. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like, yeah, I'll totally wrestle with you. I'd rather have a kid with you. And yeah. So, so you get, you know, you get the house, you're, you're in Eldon now. Things are kind of going pretty well, right? Everyone's doing their thing. And like you said, you did jump in the ring a little bit there. Was there a reason for wanting to do that? To try to train a little bit? Um, you know, honestly, I had talked with Stacy O'Brien a lot, and there wasn't, there's not a lot of girls around, and I think she talked me into giving it a try, and I was like, yeah, why not? I mean, what is it? Well, you were hurt? at all the shows. Oh, yeah. I was always there, so why not? Why not give it a shot? Yeah. So we got to throw into this, too, because this is 
so funny to me, but you know, obviously having a house, having a little bit extra space in our apartment, you had your fair share of house guests over the years. Oh yeah, yeah, house yeah. We sure did. Um, yeah, Chris lived with us. Chris Yeagers, right? Uh huh. Yeagers lived with us for over a year. Um, and then when John uh, started training John at, yep, at Harley's, he still lived back at yeah, home. Yeah. But so three nights a week, four nights a week, I think. Basically he would, training nights. Yeah, training nights. He would live with us. I think the night before training up until the day after, he lived with us. Um, and then, of course, Shane and Mikey from mm-hmm. Australia lived with us for a couple months. Oh, Slapjack. <laughs> Slapjack and Mikey Nichols. Yep. Yes. Um, also, too, we got to – I don't know if I'm remembering this wrong. <laughs> Maybe I am, but I remember at training, you talking about a guy who stayed with you, and I want to believe it's Canada Randy. I don't remember Canada Randy staying with us. I don't remember hanging out with us. I don't remember him actually staying there. And, and, and I don't know why I think it's him. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's someone else, but I was thinking that whoever this person was that stayed with you, and it might have been for a camp or something. I don't right. know. That could have been. That could have been. Do you remember telling me this? Yeah. After you, I'm like, I, do, I remember <laughs> saying it, but I don't think it was Canada Randy, but... Maybe it was ODD. I think he maybe did stay with us for a camp, and then after he figured out coming to the school, he stayed with us. The thing is, people with, stay with you so often, you, the, you lose track of it. Runs together, oh, for sure. Bedroom. Right. So, yeah. if, if anybody up and coming that was wanting it, it was like, well, yeah, because like with the whole Shane and Mikey thing, so Shane came to Eldon first and got one of those little one-bedroom apartments, and then when Mikey came to town, he needed a place to stay, and we're like, sure, he can stay with us. They stayed a little longer, so Shane moved in with us when his lease for the one-bedroom apartment went up, so Mikey was in the guest bedroom, and Shane was in the dining room on an air mattress. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, just, it's just one of those things with so many people coming and going, but whoever this was... You tell me a training, like, dude didn't know how to do dishes. Yeah. I'm like, you didn't know how to like, run a dishwasher? And you're like, no, I don't have a dishwasher. <laughs> like, he didn't know how to be the dishwasher. So I was like, so he didn't know how to put a little bit of soap. I feel like it was Chris. Put a little bit of water. <laughs> sponge that stuff off and dry it. I feel like it was Chris because there was times, because I, I worked. I worked mornings, um, end of the afternoon, and then would go to school three nights a week. And then I worked a full day on Fridays or whatever it was. But Chris lived with us. He would come home from his job at Gerbs, make a sandwich, whatever, not put shit away. John would get off of his job at Walmart. John would get off at Walmart, come up to the house, see all Chris's stuff, I guess clean up after Chris. And then they'd all three go to training and I'd go to college. Wow, what yeah. a time. What a time. But it's just it's funny Wait how many women have house parties. How many different people are, are staying with you. Now I gotta say this, you're kinda of being thrust right into the world of pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Any thoughts of that? Like, do I want to be I at used all these to, I shows? used to make fun of my little brother for watching it, like, oh that stuff is fake and then here I am dating a pro wrestler and, and then, coming to all the shows and coming to all the shows and working with Harley behind the table. Sure. Um you kind of became the unofficial merch girl. I did, I did. So the first show I ever did it was at we went to a sedan show, of course, um, and BJ needed help behind the table, and I was like, absolutely, I'll help you. I'm obviously got nothing else to do. I drove this six-hour drive to 
Kansas. What a lovely town and, today in Kansas. Remember that <laughs> John so, Warren guy? What a weirdo. <laughs> what do we know the name of the guy that always got autographed and always got a picture with uh, Lucy and Amy? Is he the guy that would take a picture with you and one year later would, show it yes, to you? Yes, that guy. And you well, were like, so damn, I, dude. I honestly don't remember his name, but one time he brought a yearbook um, from like '94 and showed me a picture of a blonde girl in there. And was like, is this you? And I was like, like yes. no, I was four that year. I was like, four. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't. I was like, no, that's definitely not me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. He was, fans, fans are fun. So that's got to be another thing. I was unaware of the typical wrestling fan. Because I look oh. at myself, I'm a wrestling fan. Right? I yeah. think on some level I'm normal. A lot of these oh, people yeah, no, are not. Yeah, that was a different, like, it's like, yeah, he was a wrestling fan. My little brother watched wrestling, so I'm like, okay, wrestling fans are just like, everybody else. but then you go to those indie shows, and yeah. oh my god, there's a different breed of wrestling fans out there as and well. It's, yeah. I, remember, I remember very, very distinctly, do you remember Colgate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody remembers Colgate. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just like, oh, I, I, I was at the merch table, and, you know, Amy was hiding behind me, so she didn't have to talk to him or whatever. Right. And let's just say Colgate wasn't a toothbrush guy. <laughs> totally forgot about that him until you just said that. Him so, and his jean jacket. Yeah, that's that's where he get, got the nickname. Yeah. And I remember yeah, him, yeah. like, coming up telling us stories about him. And he's, this guy's in his 60s, right? Oh, yeah. And he's telling yeah. a story of wrestling his brother in his front yard. And I'm like, okay, man. Cool. I don't know what to say. Like, it just, I don't know. And I remember <laughs> doing a match one time and someone picked it apart psychology wise. I'm like, okay. But I'm thinking, like, I look out there and I'm like, I don't think Colgate's getting this. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think Colgate's entertained. <laughs> I think he so was did, thoroughly did, entertained. Did that yeah. thought, this for both of you, did that thought ever occur to you? It's like, why are we trying so hard sometimes? <laughs> That's a good point. And I, I get we're, we're not wrestling for this. We're wrestling to get here, to get right. somewhere else, somewhere that pays, big money, all that stuff. But at a time, I'm like, I don't think these people in lovely Fordland, Missouri, <laughs> are seeing any different, you know? Right. They want a bad guy, and they want a good guy. Von Eric's like each other on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know Ultimate Warrior? He's Von Eric. Who was that that told us that? What? Some random drunk dude, it was right? At, was that at the show where there was like five people? That was the weird, weirdest show I've ever had. That was was that the show. one where there was the monster truck show Summer's going down, down the road? Yeah, Ethan, okay. Ethan Wright cut his hand. Uh-huh. And, uh... Because it was a double shot. And, uh... Seidel. Seidel there mm-hmm. is. Almost died. Yeah. Yeah, was that was rough. And, and then we watched it again at the hotel later that night. I'm like, damn! Yeah, I remember. I actually wasn't at that show. I was in Japan. Oh, yeah. Yes. But we told you very vividly about uh, the Von Eric guy. uh, Yeah, because we were at a gas station. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, that's a whole... No, maybe maybe someday I'll do a spinoff podcast about people asking you weird questions about wrestling. Random <laughs> random wrestling yeah. questions. Down the road, you just what question know. have you been asked? <laughs> you just never know. Because I could honestly not even tell you all of them that I've been asked. But anyway, as we, as we kind of move forward here, so you're getting acclimated to the wrestling business. He's training a lot. Yeah. Um, and then, you know... Obviously, starts wrestling and starts getting on shows. That leads to traveling and things of that nature. What was that like for you? Because now it's like, hey, we're going to go to St. Louis. We're going to Sedan, Kansas. We're going. This is the weekends. So now you work all week or go to school. Yeah. And Saturday and Friday, Friday, Saturday, is traveling to these shows for 
Not much money. Not much money at all. Well, but sometimes um, it was no money. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, because the first few Harley shows, you just did the battle. Those were those were you, pal. A, or you were or you were ring crew, if you will, and I helped behind the table. And uh, well, Johnny Gold's got to take his five hundred. You know. <laughs> God damn. I don't I mind calling that. him out. I've never liked him. <laughs> I noticed when I he once I hit thirty five, when I hit thirty five, I was like, I'm all about calling people right, out. That guy <laughs> sucks, you know. John Warden, you're a creepy, freaking weirdo. <laughs> but he did like Casey. Yeah, yeah. Casey and I guess Jack Gamble around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, we're. we're that's got to be a difficult thing because now it's like the weekend. Maybe you guys want to go do something, right? You want to go have a date night or do something fun, but it's now it's wrestling and it's it wrestling becomes so consuming on your life. It obviously he, you're passionate about it, but you kind of got pulled into it. Maybe, maybe you enjoyed it and developed a fondness. I, like, I think that's kind of what it was. Cause like, right. yeah, I used, like I said, I used to make fun of my little brother for watching it. And here I am now married to a professional wrestler. And you've probably seen more wrestling matches than most oh, indie guys. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, easily. And I can uh, put up and tear down a ring uh, better than a lot of indie guys. I bet you can. <laughs> I, I remember snapping out of doing Oklahoma because I was tying down the canvas because they didn't know how. Yeah. And so I was like, no, you know, I redid it. And I tightened it up, got it down. I remember I got it so tight, it, it, there was no creases. I was pretty proud of myself. He's like, well, I wasn't a Boy Scout. And I was like, I wasn't an either, motherfucker. Guess <laughs> what? I put together a ring 10,000 times. Yeah, I was like, I, I just, out of my family and how you'd always just help, and I always just helped put up the ring. And, like, I would get protests sometimes from people. You don't have to do this. I'm like, I know I don't have to, but I'm but here. But it's helping us leave sooner. I mean, right, I'm here. I'm going to help set it up. And, yeah, tearing it down does help you leave sooner. I did it up until I got pregnant with Riley, and Man, it was really hard to watch some of those new guys that didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Oh, it's I, I frustrating, had to look away. It? Yeah. Well, before we get into the frustrating part, even when she was pregnant with Riley, she would try to help. Not when I no. She would grab a board or a guardrail or something. Mm. And I'm like, case. I don't think when I was pregnant with Riley, I did. Yeah, she did. Don't let her lie to you. <laughs> or she would start conducting traffic. Because you got a bunch of new guys. I think that was more it. I would try to tell them what to do until I got frustrated. Then I was like, no, fuck this shit. Take that outside. Trailer's ready. Okay, these are next. Or don't take another board off. You're going to be standing there holding it for 20 minutes. Or a bunch of new guys in OTT. (laughs) 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 Working on top, brother. Yeah, yeah. That was the frustration. Oh, yeah, no. Like, I I did. I had to, like, step away because I was like, no, this is, oh, God, you can't do it. Michael Magnuson talks about 2011 Gamble. Yeah. (laughs) Pregnant Casey. Casey. So 2013 yeah. Casey, 2012 <laughs> Casey. 2011 Gamble yeah, didn't do no double shots. Two shows one day. So I gotta ask you about another creepy guy. Do you remember Bill Smith? Oh God, yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> was got a spit take. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I do. So let's yeah. just throw. Where's creepy the bus cameraman. Where's, let's bring right. the bus here. <laughs> Throwing everybody underneath. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was a creepy camera dude for sure. So, so everyone, we'll kind of throw a backstory on this guy. So, Bill Smith starts off, he's a fan, starts taking pictures. Okay, cool. Sends him to BJ. Hey, here's some pictures of the guys. Oh, great, thank you. I'll, I'll keep sending you pictures. Sounds good, thanks. Appreciate your support. Well, could I get free tickets since I'm taking pictures? Fair trade, why not? Okay. Can I get three free tickets since I'm taking pictures? Sure. Okay. That's still fair. You know, the pictures are good. You're getting a better camera. Okay. Well, can I stand inside the guardrail since I'm taking pictures? I guess that makes sense if you're a photographer. Hey, can I come backstage? Can I wear a weird Amy Hennig shirt? Can I I look creepily at people and ask for hugs? You know, it's like... Take creepy pictures. I had heard a story, not at WLW, because I think he knew better. He He walked backstage at a different company show. 
And someone asked me about it. I'm like, throw him out. He has no business back there. I'm, I'm a big believer in the sanctity of the locker room. I understand if a security guy needs to tell you something, okay, then go, then leave. Like you don't have any business back there. That's for the boys. And it always is bothering me when I see people like loitering in there coming in and out after the show. That's whatever. But like during the show, it's like, get out. Like you don't, you don't have any business back here. I'll say, I don't think I was ever in the locker room until right. probably after I had my kids and they wanted to be back in the locker room with dad or what and, have and, you. And, and that's Gateway a difference, but that's also a different situation. Own, but even then, because I, because I feel the same way. Locker rooms for the boys. We're doing business back there. So it would be like real quick, like, hey, yeah. like if we can't text it, because, you know. Or like Dynamo setup or something. Yeah. And then Texting, once setup is done. Dynamo is different. Yeah. The setup was. So it's like, yeah. we'll run back here. We're going to grab some food or whatever. Mm -hmm. right. Once setup is done, we're in the crowd. We're not right. behind. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not going to sit in the locker room. It's always really cool about that. Yeah. And it's not. And that's, and that's one of those things where it's like, okay. A wrestler's wife, that's one thing. A wrestler's kid, that's another thing. Does Bill Smith have any business back there? Is <laughs> taking just pictures? Zero. Changing? Yes. Oh, the candids. The, you're going to look back. Dude, I would, I would... Creepy candids is what the fuck and they that's, are, dude. And that's where I, times have changed, because, like, what's my... My guttural reaction is smash his camera. Can't do that. I didn't get that. My next one is Atomic Wedgie. I can't do that either. You know, but it's like... And that's the problem is I think sometimes the business is too forthcoming with outsiders, and mm -hmm. it's like you need to earn a respect. Someone like Brian Kelly has always been cool and respectful, and, and will ask permission. Ask yeah. permission, yeah. and he he does stuff for us, mm -hmm. dude. I remember I think it was against you. We were in a four way somewhere, and I hook you for my power bomb, and I hadn't done it too many times, and I'm trying to find Bill Smith. And every time I, I, I turned, he would be behind me. I'm like, no, you idiot. Get over here. <laughs> You're on like, the wrong side. I'm trying to find you to get a good picture. Right. You can't even do that. Mm -mm. I mean. No, he was not great at it. He before and after, but never the action yes, shot. Yes, always. Yeah, never the action shot. Never the action shot. Um, yeah, okay, so now now we're going to kind of progress down the road. Um, 2013, mm -hmm. that's, that's how we could probably end this episode. You guys had a very life-changing car oh, yeah. wreck that year. This is coming back from a wrestling show. Yep. South um, Broadway, was that? Okay, yeah. Uh, just random night, you know. I don't even remember the exact details. I don't know if you guys do either, other than what, what's been told what, to Yeah, what, what's been told. You remember leaving Denny's? I must say, I remember leaving Denny's. I remember so you remember the show? Right, I remember the show. I remember, I remember nothing. Day, but after leaving South Broadway... I got nothing. She has. I no re recollection of the weekend. We stayed the night before at my parents' house because it was their anniversary weekend. Actually, right. funny, you know, we live in Eldon Row, close to the Lake of the Ozarks, and my mom and dad were on their anniversary at the Lake of the Ozarks when we're on the other side by St. Louis when they got the call from uh, <laughs> my cousin's husband who happened to, I think John had his number, and so that was the first person he could think of to call who would be able to get a hold of my parents. Because, right yeah, John saw the entire thing. He would be the one to interview about that yeah, for him sure. Him and Brianna and Josh were right behind us. Yeah, well, actually, Magnuson. I have talked to Josh, or to Webb about it, and he, he said everyone out in the car was asleep, mm -hmm. except him. Mm -hmm. That makes sense, yep. And um, he... Yeah, because I remember them saying Brianna and Josh woke up to that. Of course. He, he called me that next morning, Pretty early. Not early, early, but early enough to know that... Something was wrong. Something's wrong. Because why are you calling me? Right. That's like the first red mm -hmm. flag in like this day and age. He's like, hey, man, there was a car wreck last night. I'm like, okay. And it's like, like what, what's going on? He's like, it, it was Gamble and 
Casey and Riley and like it's bad. And I was like, oh, and like that's the first time I'd ever experienced anyone really having a horrible car wreck. You know, I've heard of people mm-hmm. having them and you know, oh, they got kind of banged up or whatever, but like life flights and everything else, like that's holy shit. It was hard to. And because it was so touch and go, no one knew like, yeah. what was going to happen. And obviously, the fact that you still wrestle is <laughs> incredible. Like, it really is. Seven months later, right? Six months? Six months, like an idiot. It was December. Yeah, like yeah. an idiot. But you, you, you talk about touch and go. And, like, I know I, I've touched on it on many of the podcasts that I've been on. Fuck you, Aaron Anders. Uh, <laughs> it was actually worse for Casey. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much worse for me it was. Until Until way later. Her mom finally told her. Well, because, uh, so it happened in July. We did a school talk in September about drunk drivers and stuff because we were hit by somebody who was probably far more than drunk. I'm about to say, I do Um, my gamble lights, but I don't get behind the wheel. But, uh... So uh, mom was asking, or we were asking mom, like, hey, what all happened in this and this and that? And she goes, well, you were read your last rites. I, being born and raised Catholic, I know that you were read your last rites only if there's a chance you're not going to make it. Or they probably have an idea Uh that you're not going to make it. And so when I said that back to mom, I was like, what? I was read my last rites. And she was like, well, they do that to anybody in car accidents now just as a precautionary thing. I, you know, had suffered this massive brain injury and this is what two months later and so I was like oh okay got you makes sense whatever I'm not I didn't question it and then it was you know six seven months later and I'm like no no they don't just read so then I talked to my mom and she's like yeah they pretty much told me if you make it through the first 12 hours there's a chance you'll make it through the first 24 hours and 48 48 hours you know we'll kind of see from there they didn't know they 48 we'll look at 72 but we're not sure. I would say, and it was, um, I don't think they knew what, how I'd be. Cause I know after I did finally wake up, they're like, you whatever memory she's going to get back. Cause I didn't remember Riley. Cause my short term memory was way gone. I didn't remember marrying she's him. A, a, what? Three months she old? She was three months old. Three and months I didn't old. remember. I remember John telling me he didn't know what to do. So he grabbed her. Yeah. Cause she's a baby. Yeah. He said, I think Dave DeLorean's in your back seat. Yes. That, yes. I don't think we touched on that. Right. Was He's in, drenched in blood and she had one little scrape. So I'm thinking, so what if he had not been there? Mm-hmm. Oh, she was oh, yeah. covered in glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean like talk and that's, that's such a oh yeah yeah no yeah just scarred up, scarred up for, for sure and I mean John told me Dave was convulsing which that would be hard to I'll see. say which my mom said when you they was at the hospital she's like ah, he had a concussion you could tell he had a concussion but him and Riley got ambulanced to a closer hospital than Darren and I got lifelighted to and so he just kept telling him I don't have insurance I don't have insurance and apparently they supposedly checked him and then released him to Josh and John and Brianna essentially you have no money and you have no time yeah pretty much and so when they got to our hospital he was drenched in blood like dry blood and they thought they he, they were admitting him him and they're like no yeah so they they gave him clean clothes and cleaned him up at the hospital darren and i were at what crap yeah so my sister went and got our daughter and um so of course obviously with the way they were with dave they went ahead and took her to her actual doctor you know on monday to get her checked and make sure she was okay and everything and um but yeah i I don't even know where I was going with that. That's me. But it's that thing of like, you know, I, I know that the car wreck was a lot worse on you. Yeah. And there's been a, a theory, I think me and Webb talked about, I don't even know if you guys know about this, that maybe 
you weren't in your seatbelt because you were checking on the baby when it happened. Oh, yeah, my mom had mentioned that, too. And then she, the police report says I wasn't buckled. She's she's religious about that. I'm not. Now, and my cousin, he was a state trooper in Iowa, said if it's, like, tucked under your arm, they don't count it as being buckled. Well, the way my ribs felt after that, and I was really skinny after that, you could see that one rib was clearly behind the other one but yeah I had several floating ribs and stuff but um mom's like maybe Darren unbuckled you because John said he was I was not buckled when he got over there Mm -hmm. but mom's like maybe Darren unbuckled you trying to get you out of the car in all of the but but you you guys weren't even conscious right I was I know Dave and you were from what John told me I was mumbling a lot trying to make sentences trying to explain what happened but but you yeah. don't know. Yeah, nothing was nothing was really. Yeah, I was. But, I... but nothing you remember, obviously. No. Oh, I have yeah. no idea. I, like I said, I I remember the day the show, eating. I believe at Denny's. Yeah. Yeah, I think and we usually we, we usually did. Car, and then I woke up in the hospital. And, and it's kind of one of those things where people fill in those blanks for you, and so you're like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe I do remember eating at yeah. Denny's, but maybe you don't. You know, like, do you remember what you had? Who knows? But oh, the grand slam! <laughs> <laughs> but such a can't forget that. Such a crazy thing, and funny story. We ended up doing that benefit show for you, Night at the mm-hmm, Gambles, mm-hmm. which you guys have not check out that DVD. Amazing commentary. <laughs> <laughs> and great, great I'm just lining them up, lining them up, <laughs> knocking them out. And uh, oh, anyway, shit. so that I came in for that show. I wrestled John Webb, and you were there, yeah. and and you got you like we, uh, yeah. we assumed. At the time, you're just not going to be there. Right. But then all of a sudden, things started getting better. And I don't know if it was just the fact that you're young, modern medicine. I'm not I'm sure. I'm not sure either because I know we were only in the hospital and the rehab hospital for a month. Which, which is, is a lot shorter than they thought we were going to yeah, be. I was in. You were in hospital, rehab hospital. And then I went to rehab hospital. And then you were still in the hospital. Yeah, I was still in the hospital. I I say you got released from the rehab hospital like about a week or so before me, too. But in total, I was only there a month, which was surprising. Still crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucked up as we were. Well, I'm saying then I wasn't allowed to drive then until October. I had to re uh, take a driver's test and all that. And I had to get checked because of the brain injury and stuff. And yeah, I had to like, they were like, do you want to come up here and do it? Or do you want us to send somebody down there? I'm like, yeah, let's send somebody down to the roads I know down in Lynn, not up in St. Louis. That'd be great. Yeah. And yeah, so they did that. And yeah, I had to take my driver's test again. And well, if you remember at that show, though, we were pitching me knocking your crutch out. Oh, we were. You wanted so, to, I was and so you were like, excited. and I remember I was like, "What do you think?" And you were like, "Oh, let's do it." <laughs> like you were all in. Well, because at this, this point, like, you were itching so bad to go I back. I only have weight on one leg, and I don't know if anybody's ever been on one leg for more than thirty seconds, but it sucks. <laughs> and you're tiring, I, right? Tiring, and I had fallen recently just because you know I slipped or whatever perfect break fall I did that once yeah because you're you're a pro wrestler I'm not and I did that once I'm just saying (laughs) perfect break fall and I'm like okay like in my head I can do this it's like I can still fall down I don't have to I don't have to like do a 450 or take a dragon round or nothing but I can fall down and I knew the show was coming up so when you pitched that I was like Absolutely, let's do that. We we went with the ask permission and the beg for forgiveness mm-hmm. plan. Um, looking back on it, and this is something I'm not a huge fan of, is when people blur the lines too much. And that would have been a case where we blurred them too, too much, much, I think. I think if we would have done it, and now I wouldn't have told anybody. Right, Webb went over, which that was the plan. But my whole thought on that match was... 
I want it to make it look like there's no way he's going to win. And then he barely does. And I feel like that's, we accomplished that. That was, that was my goal. That's what I set out for. That's the story I'm wanting to tell. Because if you look at us size up next to each other, it's like, oh, the big guy's going to, you know. John comes up to what, about your knee now? <laughs> <laughs> Gross part might be up to, to yeah. your hip. Yeah. But uh, I'm just like, if you look at us like from a casual pro wrestling, like, there's no way. Right. right. So if we can build it to where I'm just, I'm toying with him, I'm beating the, the, you know, the piss out of him and all that stuff. And then finally, somehow he gets the win. That's a good story. Right. And, you know, if at one point you got up on the apron and I kicked your crutch out, like, dude, I, I'm not sure the reaction we would have gotten. It had definitely been something, though. People would have reacted good probably, or bad. Yeah, probably not in the good way. They wouldn't have liked you at all. Well, and I think some of them would have been pissed at you. Would have sh- tried to shoot on him. Would have tried to oh. go up the rail. They may have. Oh, yeah. Because they knew yeah. how real my injury was. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. they know. They don't understand yeah. what we were doing. That's true. You know? And it's also one of those things, too, it was so fresh from the wreck. It's like, well, you think you're okay, but right now we don't know. Right. You know I, what I mean? In my head, I think I'm okay. Before. Right. But what if your neck's kind of messed up, but we don't know that? And you take a bump, and it's like, oh, you lay there. Here's the thing. Well, and also what if the commission was Dan Geyer that night? He'd have let us do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. He'd let oh, me do it. Carl would have yeah. totally let, yeah. I think it was Carl, but I think. It wasn't him, though. I don't but, remember. Uh, well, I don't remember. Lukanoff was there. Yeah. To just show oh, yeah. Support. And yeah. Lukanoff's the agent. Like, he's top dog. And that's who we ask. Because who? Yeah. I understand there's a commission there, but Lukanoff is there and he is like the head of everything. So he was like, happen. no, yeah. absolutely not. <laughs> as soon as y'all are nuts. Hobbled up, he was like, Get, why, why are you even over here, Darren? Yeah, not shoot name. Tried, yeah. tried. It's not gonna happen. Anyway, let's let's take a break from this and we'll uh, we'll restart it for part two. Sounds good. And we're back. We're back. Big thank you to Jack and Casey Gamble for being on the show, and they will be back on again next week for part two. And uh, big underscore Bane, anything else you want to add before we uh, before we get out of here, man? You know, let's just close it on up. Close it on up. Well, we you know we got to start off with you know some PHPW. We saw the. Uh, the debut this week of Jason Wolf. Yeah. I think I can see some big things happening for this guy, oh, dude. Oh yeah. The uh the artist, Jason Wolf. Yeah, he's the uh I think he's the pain artist, maybe. Yeah, the pain artist, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He had a cool one that he came up with, but I just can't remember it. Oh. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I should have written it down. Should have written it down. <laughs> Story of our lives. Yeah. But, you know, Aaron Anders has debuted. Jason Wolf has debuted. We're pretty close to Turkey Takedown, man. Yeah. Yeah. We got uh, we got some things cooking for Turkey Takedown. Um, I'm actually wearing the Turkey Takedown shirt. One you my, are. One of my favorites. Yeah. Did you, did you get that on all in all Redbubble? I sure did. It, but you uh, can get your shirt on uh, on Redbubble as well. Turned out nice. I, I dig it. You know, it's definitely one of our... One of our fun logos, kind of fall brawl, sure inspired, yeah. which I dig. It's definitely where I got the idea. But it's it's fun, you know. Turkey yep. Takedown, That's yeah, a, it's a great show. I dig it. Better than Survivor Series, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. You know, I'll be honest. I'll, yeah, f that show. <laughs> that show can go to hell. You know what's funny about Survivor Series is when I was a kid, I loved those Survivor Series matches. Yeah, like the four on four, five on five. But I, now, st- I still do though. Now watching them, they're not that good. I still like them. I like the concept, but watching them, I'm like, eh. I mean, the the uh, the SmackDown versus Raw aspect is dog shit. Yeah, I'll, you, I'll say that you on, still don't there. like that. I, I, I'm com- totally okay with that concept. Here's why I don't like it. It's like, I don't even, like, these guys switch brands so often. Right. Like, how can you be like, I'm Team Raw? It's like, you were Team SmackDown a year ago. Right. Like, that, come on. Like, you can't have that much loyalty. Right. No, I, I, think, it's, I think it's more of a, 
I equate it to NFL, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I get that. Like, you can get traded, you know. But, right, but, you know, even still. You're still wanting to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but, like, what do you win if you win? Nothing. That's that's the thing. Maybe they should have. They should have something. They should have something where, like, whoever gets the most amount of wins at the end of the night, they get a trip to McDonald's. <laughs> well, I think if they did Team Raw and Team SmackDown, here's what happens. So if Team Raw wins, those five guys will go on to a five-man elimination match. You're right. There should Raw, be stakes. And the winner gets a title match. Right. There should be stakes. should make you want to stick together. Right. And, and win yeah. a match. Because otherwise, why would you care? Right. You know, so that's that's always the problem I've had. It's just like, eh, you yeah. know. But I know it's it's a fun thing. I just I liked it better back in the day when it was like just random teams for no reason. Well, like, yeah. I mean, because I'd, I'd, you know, I'd love to see, you know, the freaking the Vikings. You know what I mean? Like Eric and Ivar and then just freaking two random schmucks wearing yeah. Viking paint, you know? Right. I'd love that. Well, like when Ricochet kind of came out in the – the Viking paint, him and Pete Dunne. Yes, yeah. Or like when uh, Roddy Strong was, uh, when he kind of teamed up with Authors of Pain. Did he come out with the gear on? Yeah. Did he? Yeah, one of the war games. Oh, okay. Before he was in Undisputed Era. Ah. Yeah. So something like, something like that, it's like, oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think that stuff, I'm all about that because it makes it look like a team. Right. You know? Right. Not I'm, just I'm, a red red or a blue shirt. Yeah, that, that, see, that part's like, ugh. Yeah. It's just garbage. It should come me. out in football pads. Something. You need something. <laughs> like, you got you to gotta have some reason that this is happening. Otherwise, it just, well, this is stupid. You know? Right. I don't know. I, I would be okay with, like, I always liked when Shinsuke, whatever show he was on, he would wear that color gear. And, and like, Joe's like, done that before. Right. I like that. Yeah. You know? And I think that that's fine. Like, I think that's probably, instead of wearing the T-shirts, like, I think everybody should just, if they're on Team Raw, they have, like, red gear. Right. You know, it's their gear, normal gear, but it's, like, red that night, you know? Yeah. And I, and I get that. It's I think just, that'd be better. Still, I don't know, the whole concept of, like, like, why would people care about this that much? NXT is the only one that I feel like has the, has the solid, you know, you can't really say that about them because, I mean... They don't really get traded. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Everybody's always there at NXT. Right. And like guys tend to not get traded back to NXT. You know, like I mean, like Finn Balor did, I guess, but that was kind of like a circumstantial thing. Like Yeah, Ember Moon too, but like But that's also because they weren't really doing anything on television. It right. wasn't like, hey, we're sending, you know, Sheamus to NXT. Like that's not gonna happen. Right. You know, it's like He's a main roster guy. Everybody knows that. Although so. Sheamus in NXT would be badass. It, it, a lot of guys in NXT would yeah. be badass, but yeah. it just it is what it is. So I don't know. It's just never something that's done a lot for me. Like yeah. I get it when it was like WWE versus the Alliance. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense because it's trying to win something. But yeah, I don't know. Nowadays, I'm just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? I think that's it. Well, definitely check out some of our podcasting buddies. Of course, the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Check those guys out. Drop a new show every Sunday. Check out Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his dudes over there, Cam, Craig, or Joe, talking all things pop culture. Yep. I just listened to their Hocus Pocus episode the other day. Very nice. Which is fun. Kind yeah. of like for the Halloween season, Yeah, obviously. Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. Always fun. Nice retro look into the world of pro wrestling. Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry. Check out their show. Hilarious. I love doing the Favor. Good dudes over one of, there. One of my favorites. Yep. Trivia with Buds with Ryan Budge. Check him out, especially if you like that trivia for the road uh, the road trips. Elite Eight Showdown with old Big Chuck and Tim. Yeah. 
Big Chuck and Tim. It's like it's one phrase. It's not two guys. Yeah. Big Chuck and Tim. Big Chuck and Tim. Um, yeah. Good dudes over there, you know. They, they are good I, guys. I'm going to lay off of them this week. I don't want to get my blood pressure up, but yeah. Yeah, you were you were you were like Bill Beanist yesterday yeah. last week. Yeah. You I got were, I got so heated. I got so heated that I forgot what I was talking about. Yeah. So this week I'm just going to be like, yeah, you guys are good guys. Well, Check them out. I, I like the uh, I like the full like 180 there. Yeah, I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta, I gotta calm down. Calm it on down. I did. Yeah. Ringside rant with RJ drops a new show every Wednesday. Check him out. Leisure and Lariat's podcast with ruthless Ryan Davidson dropping a new show every Friday. Uh, Boots to the face. I believe they drop their show every Monday. Check them out. Uh, and of course, the art of uh, Jason Wolf on Twitter, Instagram. Check out him, especially if you need some artwork and. The Howlin' with the Wolf podcast. Yes. Loving this new show. Um, I hope he does guests at some point because I'd love to get him chopping it up with other people. I think that's super fun. Absolutely. And I'm all about, like, um, the way he rants. Yes. You know? So, well, he's done a lot of videos like this, so I think yeah. it's cool that he's kind of venturing off into... Uh, podcasts. Yeah. Into podcasts, yeah. I, I dig it. I mean, it's it's like it's it's a perfect format for him to just rant. Absolutely. Also, too, I don't know if you saw this on on Twitter just today as we recorded this. A good friend of the show, Drew Vinsel, started a podcast. No kidding. Yeah, Tales from the Estate with uh, Drew Vinsel and and his uh, <laughs> and his new wife. I dig that. Yeah, very cool. So uh, that's. I think it's only on Spotify now, but I okay. imagine you know. Usually, if you're in the podcast industry, you know this. It takes a few days to show up on Apple. Apple usually takes a Sometimes close a to week. a week. Yeah. yeah. So. Look for that yeah. if you uh, if you haven't checked it out already. I think that's pretty cool. So yeah, I will definitely be subscribing to that. Absolutely, as as will I. The first episode's up, so check it out. Hell yeah! Um, if you like wrestling, comic books, to be the man, evil ain't good on uh, Amazon or Comicsology, and Grapple Hold from good friend of the show Dave Thomas is on Amazon. Yes. Bane's music you can find all of it on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your tunes. Yep, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's there <laughs> tons of information over here from big underscore bane yep yep it's uh i mean i don't know i, I got no new information so yeah just check it out check it out stream it if you throw a little a few streams his way he gets a couple of cents i get a couple of pennies and i'm getting close to being able to buy a stick of bubble gum there you go yeah so there you go bane needs his gum damn it i need my chewing gum uh, well, we have no other podcast news, really. Uh, Bill Benis, I think, is still on uh, hiatus. Yes. Although, um, although he sent me a weird message the other day. Really? Yeah. I have no idea what that could be about. And it was something about, like, he, he's claiming you broke your contract. Nah. And I was like, oh, whatever, dude. I, was like, I, was like, I don't know what that has to do with me. Yeah, it doesn't have to do with you, I don't so. think. I mean, I'm not not worried about him. I wouldn't be either. I'll just, I'll, I, will, I, I will eat his lunch. Good. You should eat his yeah, lunch. I will, Umberto's tacos. I will eat his lunch. And then you know what? I will make him say thank you for eating my lunch. That's a t-shirt. Thank you for eating my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, you can also, uh, if you want to support us or help us out in any way, patreon.com forward slash BBPH. We have tiers of $1, $3, or $5. Uh, $1 it is the cheapest one, but it gets access to all of our content. Yep. And three and five dollars a month, you get a gift. Yes. And so I believe uh, is it the the Christmas time is the five is the uh, three and five. So three, if you're a three and five dollar patron, you get a gift. Yeah, you're get you're getting the old gift ski, which which I still kind of order those. 
Nose Breaker. We got to get the gift skis, <laughs> gift skis done, but it'll be, it'll be happening. Yes. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So cool stuff. Then, of course, uh, Average Panda Gear and Outsiders Beard Co. Outsiders. Outsiders. Beard Company. Yes. I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but some new scents are on the horizon. Yeah. Uh, so, actually, uh, one of the ones that I just talked about last week will be going away by the uh, by next week's episode. So, um, so you only got a few more days left to get uh, Sweet Harvest. Because um, of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, it, see? It, it, goes, it. it goes away on Thanksgiving. Um, but you know, we have candy cane lane and we also have candy apples. So those are all three of them sound amazing. Yeah. Those are going to be sticking around until, uh, Christmas. So get it while you can. And I have some other news, but it's not quite ready yet. Um, I I'm hoping I'll have that, that news for, for the, for the old beard company ready to go next week. But, um, potential news. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay, stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. You can also find all of our t-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, and WhatAManeuver.net. Search by store. You can find Bane shirts or Breaker and Bane's Power Hour shirts. We have one design up there. Bane's got a couple of designs himself. So if you want our shirts, they're, they're easy to find. They're all over the place. Yeah. Check them out. Anything else you want to add, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We will see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.